How are you? And welcome to Paddy Irishman, Paddy Englishman. A podcast where we pick a topic, research it, discuss it and have a laugh along the way. So sit your arse down, have a Guinness ready and join in on the crack with us too. Enjoy. Hello mate, how are you? Not too bad mate, yourself? Yeah, I'm good, I'm good. I'm feeling alright. Are you feeling healthy? I'm feeling pretty healthy, yeah. I remember I was having I was having troubles with my back and um and my hip uh, a short while ago, but I've I've fairly sussed that out now and I've figured out a way yeah. to, to deal with that. So that's pretty nice to, to have now. Good, good. I always, I always used to remember when we played football together, you'd always be injured. Yeah, I've I've really bad I've really bad hamstrings especially and then um my hamstrings are weak, so that leads to problems further up, up into my back and such. And it's 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 an absolute nightmare to deal with. Yeah, yeah I'd say, I'd say. Yeah. Because like every every time like we go and play a match, we'll be like, "Where's Jerry? Oh, he, he's he's injured. He's not caught." We'd be like, "For fuck's sake!" Yeah, man. Oh <laughs> man, I remember. I like I I was I spent the majority of my teenage years out with yeah. bad injuries, like teenage years. Imagine that. Yeah. That like I genuinely remember like one day you were not even able to walk in school. Mm. You were just like crippled one. Yeah, day. yeah. Right. But let me tell you, you're in luck today. <laughs> this I don't know if you know this, Jerry, but this week's podcast is based on health. So th- this this is gonna be this is gonna be good for you, Jerry. Trust this me. This is I need this. This 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 podcast is just for my own benefit. <laughs> Yeah, and there's people out here. There's people out there now who are listening to this, and they're like, "Fuck me! I needed this right now. I needed another podcast, another shitey podcast about health benefits." Yeah, and from you. from by the way, two people who have no <laughs> experience yeah. really in talking about this, but we're going to talk about it anyway. Exactly, and one of these two people got sick this morning because of how many. Bottles of beer they've <laughs> before. <laughs> so, what a start. I'm not, I'm not saying that everything we say is true, but like 99% of it is true. I think that's way too high a percentage. <laughs> no, not at all. I don't think it's high enough. <laughs> so basically, I, I believe that health is, is made up of three categories. It's diet. Um, you've got your exercise and then you've got sleep. There's so many different diets out there. It's it's just so hard to choose. Like you, ha- you have vegan and um, vegetarian. Then you have like red meat diet. Mm. You have um, Atkins diet, dairy-free diet. And I know everyone's body is different. So everyone needs a certain diet like for example i am um, allergic to nuts so i couldn't necessarily go on a vegan diet because a lot of that is um to get proteins to use like brazilian nuts and stuff like that but yeah i can't do that okay but just something that's just easy for everybody is just a healthy balanced diet yeah just follow your food pyramid that's, that's not true man really the food pyramid isn't really based in any fact it was made up like in the uh, now I haven't researched this. This is just kind of going on off, off what I kind of know. But it's Ooh. it's the food pyramid isn't based in fact because you shouldn't be eating like basically oh, all carbs. All, all carbs yeah, are, yeah, aren't yeah. essential for a healthy diet. You know what I yeah. mean? But it's it's um like when it's like carbs like white bread. But I won't eat white bread. That oh, okay. well, I have been I have been a lot 
recently. <laughs> but like, I I I I enjoy like seeded brown bread. Yeah. I enjoy, I, I really like that. Do you know what such shit bread? I'm not even. Do you know that like half white, half brown bread? Yeah, it's terrible. It's not one. It's not. The, it's just. Yeah. So, it's like cardboard. Yeah. And my my mum would always be like bringing that home. Oh, mate, my from... mum's the exact fucking same. Oh, it's terrible. It's the disgusting. worst toast. The worst toast you can possibly oh, imagine. Oh, it's 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 like it's like crackers in it. It's, like, <laughs> it's, it's like, like crackers. Soggy crackers. <laughs> it, oh, it's, it's horrible. Fucking um, hell. Like... But when I'm on about the food pyramid, I'm on about like just obviously get your five a day in. Yeah. Um, because I I I felt so much better recently because I've been bringing like three bits of fruit to school yeah. and I'd have that for my break and then when I'd come home I'd just like I'd just have like a few um, like a banana or an apple or something like throughout yeah. the day and then you know, yeah, you know eat your veg and all that kind of stuff like people are what I find frustrating is like as people get older they still don't eat the vegetables yeah like and I don't like them and I was like well you don't probably don't like doing your job that you're doing at the moment <laughs> but you do that anyway because you need money yeah, you know, you need to eat. You need to eat your greens and eat vegetables because your body needs it. You'll feel way better if you just, you know, take about fifteen minutes out of your day just to stuff your face full of veg. Yeah, neck a load of water if you don't like the taste, but your your body will thank you for it. Yeah, but isn't that the thing? It's like, and any any of those people who do eat a bit of veg, they'd eat like with their dinner, maybe like you know, five little carrots or something like that, but. You know, your dinner plate should be practically like 50% veg and then 25 carbs, 25 like meat. So it should I be totally it should be mainly veg-like, but people don't. People have like 10% yeah. veg and then the rest all meat and yeah. carbs. I totally agree with that. And do you know what? That is the Irish country rural boys coming out of us there as well. On a Sunday, you know, you'd have like your Sunday dinner. Yeah. There's a big pile of mash, a big pile of meat. But there's yeah. an even bigger pile of, like, of veg. You have like sweet corn, peas, broccoli, green beans, um, all them just lobbed on top of each other. And then just to ruin it all, uh, a mountain of gravy. Yeah, I was about <laughs> to say, just drown it in, in yeah, gravy then. Not, not, not even a mountain, a lake, like <laughs> a, sea, a sea of gravy. That um, is fucking filth, man. The Irish diet is tragic. I know, like you're saying, there's like a lot of veg in it, but like some people don't. Some people have it like practically all spud and like red meat or beef, yeah. and then like a corner of veg and then drowning gravy. And it's <laughs> it's 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 terrible. But you do love it, though. You'd miss it something oh, shocking. Like, oh man, you? Be, being away from home, I miss <laughs> I miss Sunday dinner so much. Like that. Uh, yeah. Beautiful. I miss my I miss my mum's cooking so yeah, much. Big time. So much. Like. Even though, like, I can cook and I can cook well, but there's nothing like, like, man's food. No, there's me. not, no, no, yeah. not a chance. Being away from home is the biggest thing you'd miss. Is yeah, just food. you know the food. It's it's crazy. Yeah, and um, one thing about diet as well that, like, even I, I I don't understand it is people who don't like breakfast. Like, I I love breakfast. What do you mean for breakfast? Like, do you mean like a bowl of cereal? Well, I'd have a bowl of cereal on like a. Um, like a Monday for work yeah. like Monday to Friday for work because it's just yeah. quick light and um, it keeps me going through to like my break time but like on a weekend I would wake up because my body clock is like like kind of set for work yeah and I don't of course yeah, yeah but I I wake up and I'd have time to like do myself some eggs 
you know, I, I my like my girlfriend sometimes cooks for me as well, and she puts some mushrooms and tomatoes on there. Yeah, like it, it's just a really big healthy breakfast. And uh, the one thing that like that I'd, I'd say about it is that we use like a little bit too much oil, maybe, but that's <laughs> that's okay. That's fine. We'll True, but I feel like my my problem with breakfast is most of the breakfast items that we're used to aren't healthy at all especially cereals so many cereals are just chock full of sugar and then especially like we're saying in ireland kind of like what you do except you'd add in like you know sausages and rashers and like all these like mad greasy like to have a big fry like that's not healthy either that's full of grease the best thing about that in ireland as well is i'll put on a roll (laughs) oh yeah exactly yeah you put on a big breakfast roll i do miss them i do miss them no, for yeah. sure. Like, they're lovely, but like, <laughs> this is it. That's not healthy either. Yeah. Like, this, this is my problem with, like, I, I'd eat breakfast and I love cereal, but it's so bad for you. I don't think there's any real healthy breakfast options unless you're having, like, a fruit bowl, but that's more yeah. kind of a lunchy item. Well, um, a, a fruit bowl would be, it, it's, it's like, have you ever heard of that plane that can, it, it's, it was the first plane to fly from, I think it was, I think it was London. All the way to Australia in one continuous flight, like it didn't stop. It was the first one to ever do it. Okay. But what what they done was like they had like a chef on board the on board the plane, okay. and everybody that was on there they they were having their body clocks reset to match Australian time, and for when they were waking, like so for when they were um, going to sleep, they'd have like kind of like carb based to to like almost make them fall asleep. Yeah, sleep. help them sleep. Food coma. Yeah, yeah, literally just stuffed them. Yeah, uh, and then when they wake up, it was um, like there was a lot of hot sauce in it. Uh, not a lot, but like a double of hot sauce because that would just like basically wake you up. But there was a lot of fresh fruit as well, just okay. to make just to give you that little bit of energy first thing in the morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we'll just move on from diet as well. So exercise. <laughs> um, when, when I mean exercise, like Matthew McConaughey said it best on an interview. He turned around and said. I make sure I sweat, like I pump sweat 30 minutes a day. So like he may be exercising for like, you know, an hour or so or whatever, but he's like, I pump sweat for 30 of those, like 30 minutes a day. Um, it just makes you feel so much better when you've done like, because I've been hitting the gym yeah. now that they've um, reopened again and stuff like that. And I feel great. Like when I see like sweat falling off my nose, I'm like, I'm working so fucking hard right now. Like I get a, I get a buzz off it, to be fair. And I understand that, you know, people won't necessarily, like, enjoy the gym in that yeah. sense. So, like, there's so many different variations of actually going out and enjoying yourself, exercising. Like, even if you're just walking the dog. Because yeah. I know people out there who are trying to lose weight or just even get a bit active, the like, maybe jumping right into the gym isn't an option or going out on a run isn't an option, but you all start somewhere. So, like, just going out walking your dog, um, even if you just go out on a walk with your partner or your, or your family, yeah. um, it, it creates, like, bigger... It creates, like, a bond with yourself and, like, whoever you're doing it with. Yeah. Um, like, when you see a sports team, if you're joining a new sports team, you almost feel kind of um, anxious going into the, into the side for the first time because all these players, like, have had a bond for yeah. years yeah. um, on and off the pitch. And that's what exercise could do for you as well. It'll um, it'll, it'll give you um, it'll lead you into doors or it'll open doors for you in regards to social um, socials, 
interactions and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, um, that's true. That's true. Yeah, but it also just um, it also just makes you feel so much better. It does, but um, what I'd say is I don't think you even need to be thirty minutes of hard sweating. I think yeah. thirty to sixty minutes of even just walking around by yourself. Yeah, that's can do that, yeah. absolute wonders for yeah for yourself for your yeah. health just to get your body moving. That's yeah, that's it. Yeah, like when when I was doing yoga over the lockdown because the gyms weren't open, I didn't think yoga was for me because it's a lot of now push with your soul and breathe in, breathe into your heart and feel your um, chakras in your toenails. Do you know all that? <laughs> And I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I got into Pilates, mm. which is the exact same thing, but it's like a bit more exercise. It's it's what I like. Okay. You know? So exercise is different for everyone because I don't like yoga. Um, doesn't mean you're not going to like yoga. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's so many uh, different types of exercise that you'll eventually find that suits you. Yes, yeah. I agree. It's just um, it's it's about just finding an exercise that you like. But it's it's tough for it's tough for some people because they just hate exercising. I get that, but it's kind of you just yeah. gotta try shit out. You just gotta try shit out until you find something that you like. Because exercising is yeah. so important in in health. You, yeah, you, in life, man. In life, yeah. In life, if I'm being honest, yeah. I tell you who's a great story. Oh, what is action, <laughs> action Bronson? Okay, yeah, yeah. He is a beast. Yeah, like he saw himself right hitting. Like I think he was nearly hitting five hundred pounds. Like what? One of the best things that I've ever seen him do. Right, he was at a show in Birmingham. Action Bronson is a rapper, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, just. He's a, he's a very good rapper. He is. Yeah, he's very good. Um, one of my favorite lines of any rap song is his, and it's like, um, the specialty is white snake and underwear sauce. <laughs> that was great. But he had a show in Birmingham, right? And in the middle of the show, he ran out of the venue. He got like all the crowd to come with him, and he went into a kebab shop and had a kebab. And then <laughs> ran, uh, like, yeah, he ate it, and he ran back, and he performed the rest of the show, and I'm like, that's so fucking funny, but like, why do you need? Why would you do that? That's so odd. <laughs> yeah, like it was so crazy. And he has he has a show. Have you ever watched a show? Fuck, that's delicious. No. Oh yeah, it, it's a really good show. I'd recommend it. He he just travels the world and just like eats like um, food that is that's local and stuff. Nice. Um, he went to one in Ireland, oh. and the the fella who's the chef, he's he was born in Ireland. But his parents were Jamaican and German. Okay. And he combined them three countries into a restaurant. So you have like wow. in every dish you have like an Irish, German, and Jamaican influence. That I seems like really cool. far too much for my palate. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't know. I'd, I'd definitely love to try it. <laughs> yeah. I'd no, I'd be. I'd be up try for trying it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Again, like Action Bronson, he was like nearly 500 pounds. Yeah. And he's just. He's just saw himself like in the mirror and he said this is not who I wanted to be like he was he was very good at American football back in college and stuff like that um and he was like I just used to love playing I used to love the physicality and like I love movement and stuff like that 
Um, so when he goes to the gym, he lifts weights, yeah, sure, but his is a lot of movement and like heavy cardio work, if you know what I mean. So yeah. like he'd be he'd be like pushing weights on like a sleigh, and he'd do a lot of like you know the rope shake where you just like grab the ropes and stuff. He'd do like a lot of um, Bulgarian water snatches or whatever they're called, which is nuts. I have no idea what that one is. Yeah, follow follow him on follow him on Instagram, Action Branson, and you see okay. it all. It, it's crazy, and he's he's just he's just a good role model, I think. If anybody wants to get a bit of inspiration, if you want to lose weight or just get into shape in general, yeah. And the last one about um about uh, just uh, um the sections that I think make up health is sleep as well. Now yeah. I know sleep I is know, essential. Yes, yeah, sleep is. I love sleeping as well. I just love the activity of sleeping. <laughs> I also love sleeping. I'm not going to lie, I do. Yeah, it, it's so annoying because sleep goes so quick. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just like a long blink. It is, yeah. And you can't really enjoy it because obviously you're asleep. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Sometimes though, I feel guilty about the dreams I have. Why? Because sometimes I'm like, do, do you like when you wake up it, like from a sleep and you think different about somebody? Like oh yeah, yeah, of. yeah. Yeah, sometimes I wake up and like, what the fuck is wrong with me about me having dreams like that? I mean, it's just it's just the subconscious going wild, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's it's just trying to understand everything that happened or that it's taken in in the past day, week, whatever. You know? Yeah, yeah, literally. Um, and sleep, like I said, is different for everyone. So, how much would you get a night? How much sleep would you get a night? Yeah, not enough. Not, not enough. enough. To be oh, yeah. honest, um, I should, like, I need, give or take, I think eight hours, if not nine. Yeah. But sometimes I'd only be getting maybe six. Yeah. Well, like, I could function off six hours. I can function off six, but I'm not happy yeah. Yeah. with six hours sleep. I'd be like, I'm so ready for bed at six. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the sec from the second I wake up after, like, a six-hour sleep, I'm like, I want to go to bed again. Yeah, yes, I, I'm the same. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm totally the same. But, yeah. like, I think that because I, I'm in the bracket of seven to eight where you're, like, eight to nine. Yeah. But what I've been finding recently, when I'm having eight hours sleep, I'm waking up, like, the next day. And for that day, I'm, like, really, like, groggy and stuff like that. Um, like, sometimes I just feel that, like, I'm oversleeping. But, oh, okay, yeah. Because that is a thing. So when I'm having like eight hours sleep and I still feel a bit groggy, I don't want to fuck up my body clock. Yeah. By resetting like how many hours sleep I have because it takes a while to get into to get used to the amount of sleep that you have. Yeah, like, routine. It, it takes it takes yeah. a while to to break or get into a new routine. Yeah. So if you're having six hours sleep and then you want to have eight hours sleep, it's going to take you a while to fall asleep on that first night you have eight hours sleep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know? And yeah. it's going to be so hard for me the next day if I'm working off six hours sleep from the night before. So I'm in that pl- I'm in that situation. Do I just continue on feeling tired or do I want to be fucked for like two weeks yeah. <laughs> but before yeah. my body clock like, catches up? Like, But yeah, that's, um, that's uh, the three key stages of... Um, Help from it just uh, it just came to me there as you were as you were saying that how important is is routine to you to your to your health to your well-being to be fair right so my diet consists of fruit every day and uh, veggies every day 
exercise in some way or another every day, except on maybe um, a Sunday, maybe yeah. if, if I'm just chilling out. But today is lovely. It's beautiful blue sky, so I'm going to go on a walk later on. And listen, you, you would exercise every single day. Yeah, yeah. So I I'm, I go to the gym three days, three or four days a week. Well, four, okay. four days a week. Like this, this is only like the past two weeks now because. They, they, like I've been exercising every day, but this is my routine for the past like two weeks. So I go okay. to the gym um, three days a week, and the gym that I go to, like my membership, offers like a free like um, class or a swim. So I've got like we're gonna go to a spin class, which looks really fun. Really excited for that. Nice. I've been to a few spin classes. Are good. Yeah, they look sick. And yeah. then um, I'd go for a walk at some point um, during the week, and then I'd actually call it have football on a friday yeah so that that's that's me um and that is routine for me every day Um i think it's so important because if you fall out of that routine you feel so bad for it yeah a few friends in work do the couch the 5k and they go like monday wednesday friday and yeah. sometimes they go on a thursday see like how they feel and stuff like that and some of them like run and then go play football for like go train football like in the evening. So they're like mm-hmm. proper going for it. And if they don't do that run before the training, they feel awful during training. They're like, I feel so lazy. But I feel like I feel like with that situation, you have to be careful as well because so many people overdo it, and then they get hurt or they get injured, and then that throws them off routine completely because they're too yeah. they're they're too sore to go to do any sort of exercising, and then. That leads to them being in a funk mentally. Yeah, and what's happened a few times with, especially one one lady that I work with, she's fucked up her ankle, but she still runs on it, and she oh. has and she hasn't properly been able to rest. And now, like, we're going to come to all of this again, but we're just going to touch off it now. Um, and because she's like, conti- like, she wants to stay in a routine, she's running on a fucked up ankle. Yeah. Her her hips now hurt because her hips are compensating for her bad ankle. Yeah. Do you know? So yeah, we'll, we'll we'll come to all of that in a second. But that's right. I I think routine is important, but it's important to know that when your body needs rest as well. Yes, no, hundred percent. Because that's exactly. Because then she is running on a bad ankle. That's leading to a bad hip, which could then lead to problems later in life if she doesn't stop and get that yeah. seen to. Yeah. Which then. Five years down the road, she could have a degraded hip yeah. that could need surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I completely agree with you. I completely agree. Yeah. Because, like, um, I'm only 23, and she's not much older than me. She's only, like, I, I don't even want to say she's 30, and she's already, like, she, she can't go to train, or she can't play games because she's injured. Um, yeah. She can't go, you know, go. She, she'll go on a run, though, no problem, because that's mm. a routine, so it's important to know. Um, not to overdo it. Yeah. So what are you saying there about um, how a sore ankle leads to a sore hip and how it's all connected? I've been having proper problems with my shins recently. Shin splints? Horrible things. I've only been getting them the past two or three months. And Mm. I didn't get them during lockdown because I was stretching all the time. Yeah. Like, so I was, like, like I was saying, I was doing yoga, like, and then I went into Pilates and stuff like that. Yeah. And my body felt great. I felt so loose. But since I've been going to the gym and I'm, all I'm doing is, like, lifting and, like, doing weight exercises, I've, I've kind of lost 
that stretch and that feeling of yeah, being you've lost, loose. lost your flexibility. Yeah, and with with my shin splints, I think it's because I have tight hamstrings, and then I the the, the way I walk, um, I think I'm the way I walk slash run. I'm, I think it, it could be it could be something to do with that. Um, yeah. That's why I'm getting shin splints. So, and that leads up into your back. It can lead it can lead up into your glutes, which leads up into your back. Yeah. Um, and now I'm actually thinking of it now. Maybe this is just like a placebo effect. But I think I'm getting a bit of a dodgy back. <laughs> no, you you could definitely be getting a dodgy back from that. Yeah. It's like you're saying because there's then extra pressure being put on a different part, say being put onto your glute, yeah. which is kind of in your in your bum. Yeah. So there's pressure being put onto that, and because that's connected to your back so closely, yeah. that's obviously pulling something in your back. So obviously that could very easily lead to problems with your back because of shin splints. Yeah, yeah, and it's mad. Like if you uh, if you pull a muscle, say in I don't know, in your right, if you pull your, like your right bicep, for example, yeah, you'll just find all of a sudden that your left arm is fucking massive because. <laughs> If you're say if you're working in like construction, you've got a bad arm, and mm. you know if you have if your good arm is bad, basically if that makes sense. So I'm right yeah. I'm right-handed. If my right hand or right arm is damaged and I'm compensating it with my left hand, all of a sudden I look over my left hand's massive because all I'm doing is using my left arm to compensate yeah. for the, my right arm. Do you know? Mm. So, so it it is a thing, and that can yeah. like come right across into your chest as well. Definitely. But I think um, that's exactly what, what I was saying about the girl. Same with you. If you continue working on that, on those shin splints, instead of giving them a rest, you're putting more pressure onto onto then your glutes and into your back. And that could lead to problems further down the line if you don't kind of, you know, take a minute to relax. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. Like, I exercise every day, but I don't push my body every day. Like, there's a difference. Yeah. There's a complete difference because, because you like I know, like I said, everything's connected. Like we both said, everything's connected. Um, but it's important to know that your body does need rest. It, it, like even though you could be getting the ideal amount of sleep and you could be waking up every day feeling great, your your body like is so complex. It it needs rest. Like so, like for example, just pick a day where you just don't go to the gym and you go for a walk instead. Yes, exactly. You know. You don't pump sweat every day. Um, no, exactly. I, I agree hundred percent. Yeah, you, you just um, you just go for a, 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 a brisk walk in the park. Yeah, I'm going to use use that as a as a lead in. In terms of, do you think or do you notice a connection between your physical health and your mental health? Yeah, hundred percent. So when when I work out. And like I said, yeah, I could see like sweat dripping off my nose and stuff. I feel great. I, I'm like, I get a proper buzz off it. And then even in into the evening, I'd have a proper buzz off it. Yeah. I've always had high metabolism, so I've never really had issues with my weight. But I mm. always, I was always a bit anxious. Um, you know, even when it was like talking to girls, I was so, you know, I didn't have any confidence. But yeah. when I started working out and, you know, when I was getting into teams and stuff growing up, I, you, your confidence just grows naturally. Yeah. 
uh, and you feel great. And like, well, if you, there's nothing better, right? There's nothing better than coming off of a a football pitch or a rugby pitch, knowing that you've just had a great fucking game. Yeah. Have you ever just walked off a pitch and gone, I played class? Yeah. I, I was untouchable today. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It really, it really makes you feel good. Yeah. What would be the biggest benefit for you in regards to what? What? What makes you happy during during exercise and stuff? Is it just like the actual activity itself, or is it um, when you've like I've just done that, I've just completed that? Do you know? For me, it's a weird one because I can't find myself getting into the gym. I just can't do it. Mm-hmm. I think it's because like I've grown up and I've been playing team sports since I could walk practically. Like my dad is big into GAA, so I've been playing GAA, I think, since I was like four or five. Yeah. So I've always been in team sports. Yeah. So then the idea of going straight to the gym and just kind of being on my own, it's there's something very anticlimactic about it. It's very, it's very boring. Yeah. So I can't do that. So I think for me, it's even though I have a lot of social anxiety, the social aspect of the sport is what is what I like about yeah. it, the social aspect of the of the exercise. Yeah, because like you said, you have, you have a bit of social anxiety. Yeah. With team sports, that is not an issue. Like if you're if you because like I said earlier on, you have bonds in in team sports. Yeah. Like. I remember, like, especially with our first team that we played football together, there'd be a lot of scraps on the pitch. And I'm not saying yeah. that that was a good thing, but to come off the pitch knowing that everyone around you has your back, especially with um, the next village, when we were playing for the next village across and we all went to school together, then we'd all play football together. Knowing that we all had each other's back was yeah. so, so cool. Knowing. Every time, every time I went into a game, I was so I was willing to literally die for. I know it sounds a bit extreme, but when I put on <laughs> when, when I put on a kit or put on a jersey, and I look in the dressing room, and I know that I was I was ready to put in any challenge. I was ready to go for any ball because I know whoever's in front of me on the wing, whoever's beside me on at centre back, would do the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's what that's what is a great thing about team sports. I completely yeah, understand. that's it, exactly that. That social aspect is is kind of what what exercise is for me. But yeah. recently, even I've I've noticed like I've routine is massive for me. Routine is essential for my mental health, and yeah. I fell out of it recently because my mental health has deteriorated a bit. Not 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 badly, but it has. It's I was going to say you're good. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm okay. I'm okay. I I've been going through it like I've been dealing with it a long time. Yeah. Dealing with it since maybe like early teenage years. I've been dealing with my anxiety, so I'm okay. I know I know fairly well how to deal with it yeah. at this stage. But there was a point there early in the year where I was playing football, so I had two football trainings a week, and then maybe a game on a Sunday, mm-hmm. and then any other day of the week, I'd either be doing yoga. Or I would be going for a walk or a jog. I stopped going to the football trainings because my anxiety kicked up a notch. Is it is this before or after you moved to Spain? This was during my time in Spain. This was okay. just after Easter. Okay. 
So I stopped going to football trainings. I still play games. So that's that's down from three to once a week. And I stopped doing yoga. So then I'm only relying on maybe a walk twice a week and a game on a Sunday. So that threw me completely off routine. Did you find yourself having to drag yourself out of the house to go for that walk? Yes, 100%. And it took me... It took me a couple of weeks where I'd go maybe on one walk or maybe two walks max a week. Whereas now I'm up to maybe, I'm trying to get it back. I'm trying to get back on a routine. So I'm up to maybe walking once every two days, if not every day. Yeah. At this stage. And this is is what I wanted to bring it back to is the connection between mental and physical health is immense. They go hand in hand. You can't have one without the other. It's all well and good thinking... Or like there's this there's this old expression that it's everyone says, if you're feeling rough mentally, get out of the house and go for a walk. Yeah. But I don't like that because it's not realistic. If if I'm going through a bad bout of anxiety mm-hmm. and I know people who go through bad bouts of depression, they can't. It's impossible. They can't leave bed. They yeah. can't leave their bed. How are they exposed to how are they supposed to just get up and do a sixty minute walk around town, potentially running into people that they may know? And it's just got to make them worse than it. It's just, exactly. Yeah. And then having to like be in an uncomfortable position of talking. So I think you can't be physically healthy without being mentally healthy. And you can't be mentally healthy without being physically healthy. Yeah. They go hand in hand. They're, they're one and the same. Yeah. So I think it's very important to know your limits. And especially like that, this, this is what I want to bring it back to is if for you, example, you're, you're saying you're getting shin splints and that's leading into problems in your back. If you don't be careful with that and know your limits, that could put you out for a longer time period. So then your physical health, you, you can't be looking after your physical health. Okay. You have a bad back now. You can't go for a run. You can't play football. You cannot go to the gym. Yeah. The most you can do then is walk. But when you're going from doing all these kind of uh, team sports and uh, physical activities like the gym yeah. to just walking, you're going to lose interest very, very quickly. And then your mental health is going to deteriorate. Yeah. So I think anyone that has a slight injury or a slight pain, a slight anything, you need to take it you slow. Need rest. Yes, you need yeah. to rest because in the long term, not only are you degrading your physical health, you're going to degrade your mental health. Yeah. And th- this is like a topic that every when I was doing research for it, one person that really came to mind that we both know owns a gym. Yeah. And. He puts up, you know, pictures of like of how his body's progressing based on if he's trying to get more lean, if he's trying to bulk up. Yeah. And you can see, like, I, I I don't really know him that well. I got a lift in the car with him once. Um, <laughs> and, that, and that was only from the top of the butchers to the pub on Main Street. <laughs> I don't even know why I got a lift. Yeah, you could walk that like a minute max. Not even, not even. <laughs> I don't think he'd remember that. Yeah. Um, but you can see every time he's um, putting up them pictures, he's 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 he shows like a sense of pride in it, yeah. even though he's um, maybe he'd have a bad week or something when he puts it up, or he's like, "This isn't where I wanted to be at this point." Yeah. You could like when he's when he's putting up them posts, you can always tell that he's thinking. 
well, at least I'm not as at least I'm not where I was um, when I first started this whole journey. Do you know what? He's he's proud of himself. Yeah, he's and, he's uh, taken he's taken the small bits of whatever bit of positive he can out of the situation, even if it's not where he wants to be. Yeah. So, do you think that there's an ideal image that people always try and go for, and do you do you think that is healthy for everyone to focus on this so-called um, perfect body? Oh no, no, of course not. Everyone's built differently. Yeah. And we've we've spoken on it before about I can't remember which I can't remember which podcast it was on, but we spoke about the effects of um, of social media, and that's that's. It's people who are, you know, maybe just a bit bigger by nature. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. But they're yeah. seeing, not to be sexist about it, but it's mostly girls just because of that's blasted in their face. Yeah. Every time of all these skinny models that this is the ideal. If you want to be pretty, you have to beat this. And that's not true at all. And then you see people injecting lip fillers yeah. and... And this is in men as well. You see a lot of men yeah. um, going on heavy, like extreme diets and extreme yeah. routines to get that, you know, six pack that, yeah. that you see in films and stuff. Like yeah, that. that's you true. See. Yeah, yeah. It's it's terrifying because it's all right. I don't really want to get too too uh, too into it, but it's it's all down to the male gaze, which is we probably could talk about it do a full podcast on it but we probably need a few different perspectives not just ourselves yeah but it's just it's the rich the rich white men who are in charge of everything being like okay this is what i like this skinny blonde model with the big lips that's the perfect because that's what i like so i'm gonna plaster that all over the five different media sites that i own so that way yeah all women can look like this it's it's fucking bullshit man it's absolute bullshit yeah yeah, like it, that, that. That is a bit deep, to be fair. It is, yeah, it is. Sorry, but it's the truth. It is the truth. It is the truth. Like the way social media portrays uh, the the ideal body, the the ideal healthy body is it's just not um, for everyone. Like people no. might not necessarily feel comfortable looking like that, and that's why you have like um, you know you, you see people who are trying to be skinny constantly and that that's that's when anorexia comes in bulimia comes in all these food disorders come in and then you look at that and you're like not only are you physically unhealthy that shows you you have a mental health disorder as well yeah but that that's where it starts yeah social media degrades on people's mental health in yeah. such a way that it, they then want to change or alter their physical health which could then Obviously, if you're taking, like, you know, for lads' example, taking loads of steroids, that's obviously then going to affect their physical health. Yeah. Would you Would you ever take steroids in no. your life? No, no. no. Uh, physical appearance isn't something that bothers me. You know, no, I'm, no. I'm, I'm five foot seven-ish. I'm skinny as a pole, you know. I, I'm lucky. I'm lucky. I'm just going to put this to you. When you're older, like, I'm, I'm saying, like, when you're, like, mid-40s, early 50s. Okay. And... Your young lad doesn't work as much as it as it does. Yeah. You're not you're not as fit as you once were. Yeah. Like it's because of lack of testosterone in your yeah. body. Yeah. Okay. Would you take steroids, like small amounts of steroids, just to inject, not to literally inject, yeah. but to put more testosterone in your body to feel good? 
No, I, I don't I don't think I would personally. Obviously, I don't know where I'm going to be at that stage in life. But um, yeah. personally, no. Um, unless my mental state deteriorates immensely, yeah. I couldn't I couldn't imagine myself doing it. No, I I think yeah, I will. I will really. Be. Yeah, I th- I won't be injecting steroids. I'm sure there's other ways to actually, you know, um, have steroids in your body. But like yeah. again, this isn't until like I'm. 50 60 yeah. do you know what i mean like when when, when i'm bodies start to slowly deteriorate yeah, but just, yeah just to go back to social media social media just being on social media like not necessarily being influenced by what's going on on apps and stuff but being on social media genuine just deteriorate your body and what we've noticed during lockdown we are coming from one screen to look at another screen mm. and then after that we're putting down our phones and looking at a telly yeah yeah that's Eye- true eyesight is being damaged yeah because all you're doing is looking at pixels and squinting most of the time yeah that's true i think you know? um i think but I, I feel like i'm seeing it more and more i feel like more people more and more people are getting glasses earlier than they would have been previously just because yeah. of that you're always looking at a screen yeah my partner um yesterday went into the opticians and um her prescriptions gone up really for her glasses also i didn't even know you needed prescriptions for glasses yeah yeah, yeah you need prescription know. lenses yeah yeah oh no, i knew i knew you needed like certain lenses but i didn't know they could go off i thought like you got glasses and that was it I, yeah I, I, I don't think they go off i think it's just like your yeah, eyesight deteriorates yeah. so your you need eyesight goes off yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> you just need better glasses yeah yeah no, um, just another thing that is that I think is uh, a bit of bullshit. I've got a few notes on it here. Yeah, um, go on. Yeah. BMIs. I think yeah. BMI is just an unnecessary like measurement that just stresses people out. It does, yeah. Um, massively, so massively. For people who don't know what BMI is, BMI is body mass index. Yeah. Um, the way it's measured is weight in kilograms divided by your height in meters squared. So that that's the formula for it. Basically, what it says is the taller you are, the more weight you should have. But what it doesn't take into account is different metabolisms. It it doesn't measure uh, muscle mass, which is heavier than fats. Yeah. Okay. So I just to put a bit of context to this. I weighed myself last week for the first time since January. Okay. Well, not, no, first time since March. And I didn't weigh myself before that since January. Um, I'm 14 stone. It's the heaviest I've ever been. I walk 10,000 steps a day in work. Um, I go to the gym the past two weeks, like I said, four times a week. But before that, I was going to the gym twice a week. And I was staying active throughout the week as well. But my fats have gone up. My According to this, um, this scales, my fats have gone up. Um, Basically, everything has gone up. So, I like when I was quite healthy, uh, when I was very healthy, according to the scale, when I was weighed in March, I'm mildly obese now. That's what I was about to ask. Did did this have a have a bad effect on on your yeah. mental health on your head? Yeah, it did, mate. To be fair, because yeah. I went to the gym um, the next day and I just destroyed myself. Yeah, like I felt. I came out of the gym and I was like. Well, I hope I've lost a pound or so. Yeah, yeah. Do you know? 
And then the, ne- the next day after that, I was talking to, because you get a free PT session with the gym that I'm with every nice. month. Nice. And um, I was just telling him about it. And he was like, why'd you do that? I went, what? He's like, why'd you push yourself so hard, like in the gym, because of your BMI? Mm. And he told me like all this, like I've done a little bit more research into it as well. Yeah. And he's, he's like, you, you, you look great. You look fine. Like, you're, you look healthy, you're working out, you're doing good. And they're like, so sports players, for example, they may be five foot 11, shredded. Yeah. But because they're, because of their height, their BMI is over 30, whatever that means. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, man, because their BMI that. is, yeah, B, their BMI is over 30. They're highly obese. Yeah. According to their BMI. Their okay. BMI doesn't work for for individuals it's it's useful for say if you're taking a massive sample of like a population that it's it's okay to use it then because that's pretty general like uh, you can get an average using bmi i suppose but like when you go into a doctor's and they go you're unhealthy because of your bmi like oh yesterday a friend of mine came over for the barbecue and he is a bodybuilder but like his mate is like a bodybuilder like do you okay. know what i mean he's fucking ripped and he went into the he, he went into the doctors and he, he was having problems with his um with his digestive system or something random like that okay and yeah and it was like um the doctor turned around and said you need to exercise more <laughs> and, I, and i was like he was like because you'll be you'll be a mice so off you need to exercise yeah. more and he was like have you seen me and he was like the doctor was like, yeah, you just need to, you're a bit big, you just need to exercise. He's like, I'm a fucking bodybuilder. <laughs> and the fed doctor went, okay, just keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, what like, the f-? Yeah. You've seen, right? You are 23. You're far more secure in yourself than, yeah. say, a 14-year-old would be. So now uh, imagine the effect that a 14-year-old might have looking up their BMI, the effect yeah. it could have on them. Yeah, yeah. I remember... Our good friend once told me, he was like, I was like, my BMI is mental. He was like, what are you, are you on about BMI for? It doesn't yeah. work. It doesn't work at all. Like Everybody's completely different shapes and sizes. And I think for 14 years old, um, to see your BMI go up like that, it is so easy to like turn around and go, oh, th- this isn't um, ideal. You know, people are going to think I'm fat or people are going to think I'm too skinny. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, even like, when I was in college, in my second year of college, I'm 14 stone now, yeah? Mm. Hitting 14. I was 8 stone in college yeah. at one point because I just wasn't eating. Um, I wasn't doing any exercising. I was smoking dope all the time. <laughs> yeah. And then, I like, my routine was um, wake up, go to work experience, um, have lunch, go back home, sleep. Wake up, go to work, which was a. Um, I was working in a nightclub. Get home at around three, and um, have something to eat just before I go to sleep. Wake up, do it all again. Yeah, and like because I was so tired every day, I wasn't even eating meals. It would have been like a toasty, or I'd I'd smoke a load of weed and just rip myself on like um, yeah junk food. On, on, yeah, on junk food and or cereal or toast. I used to be yeah. mad for toast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that's that's probably a similar place to where I'm at at the minute now. To be honest, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I, I'm not really? eating. I'm not eating what I should be eating. Like I'm not smoking smoking joints during the day and just eating toast. But I'm just not eating <laughs> where what I should be. Yeah, uh, like yeah. my my metabolism is extremely fast. I can't put on a drop of weight for for yeah. no money. Yeah, I w- I was I was the same, mate. You you just gotta. Yeah, it's it's that thing. It's just you just gotta push through and just eat. But yeah. But don't don't be stuffing yourself either, like. Yeah, see that's it as well. You know, you gotta you gotta be you gotta just kind of watch out. And what I look yeah. at it is, as you just gotta do what's right for you and what feels right for you. Yeah, I you tell know? you what's I tell you what's really good. What helped me put on weight because I'm in a similar situation as you. I'm I've got really high metabolism, like it's ridiculously high metabolism. But like I I'm 14 stone with high metabolism. The way I've done that is food plan. So we plan out what food we're going to have throughout the week. So like at Mob Kitchen, if you get into Mob Kitchen, okay. um, it gives you like loads of different recipes and stuff like that. It's really, really good. Okay. We also do hilarious like cooking videos. Nice. I'll look into that. Yeah. Like when he cooks pasta, it's like, um, you know, like male Siri, like man Siri. And he's like, puts pasta in a salty bath. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Nice. I look into that. That, that could be yeah. Helpful. So it's it, and it's fun as well. Like some of the dishes that they make is fun, and yeah. you need to be consistent with your food. You need yeah. to be like three meals a day. Um, and just that, watch that, that's out what for I thought. Yeah, it's the, it's the three meals a day. Yeah, even like so, a bit of a few eggs in the morning, like um, boiled eggs. Ideally, would, would be would be best. But I do like my fried eggs. I like the runny yolk. Yeah, boiled egg and boiled eggs are a great snack as well. Just. If if you just have a pile of boiled eggs in the fridge, that's what that's what we make. Gary does. He just has he just has massive. I'm sure he won't even mind me using his name on this. He'd probably like the shout out. To be fair, yeah, he um he he just constantly had boiled eggs um as a snack at one point when he was training and stuff, and then have a sandwich or something for lunch. Make sure you have like your salads on it. Like if you have your tomatoes, your cucumbers, lettuce. Um, I just have my like with mayonnaise, ham and cheese, and yeah. all like the salads and stuff like that. It's tasty, it's quick, and it fills you for like the next few hours of the day. Yeah, and then just be consistent with your timing on your meals as well. Yeah, there you go. Anyone, anyone who may be struggling with gaining weight, get on to Mister Doe. Yeah, well, oh, I'm not saying I'm a PT or anything <laughs> like that. Far from it. Yeah, um, true. Yeah, but I'm also like getting into protein shakes as well when I come from the gym as well. I have yeah, like yeah. a high. If you're looking to like put on weight, mackerel, you can get tin mackerel, just open that up, eat it out the tin. Yeah. It should, I, I, I just like fish anyway. So fish really fish and a rice cake. Fish. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 is, that is a routine. <laughs> I wake up around four in the morning and fish and a rice cake. That's an old school meme, by the way. Yeah. But do you ever hear Eddie Hall? Like his diet he used to eat a bucket of porridge for breakfast he'd have two breakfasts he'd wake up have um have like a massive english breakfast um and then he would go to sleep again wake up have a bucket of porridge and then like yeah and then he that that was his um that was his more i can't remember the rest of it his diet that was his diet every day and then that was that was his training before he lifted the 500 kg, the 500 kilograms, half a ton. But even though that's his diet and he's training like that, would that be still seen as obese on the BMI? 
Is that even healthy? Is it? I don't know. I don't know. Probably would be. Probably would be seen as obese because he's a, he's short enough and he's not man tall like. No, not long. Yeah, so that probably would be. So that's there's another example of how the BMI scale isn't isn't ideal. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just uh, it's 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 scary that people still believe in it. I think. Yeah, no, it is for sure. For sure, it's it's a dodgy system. Yeah, uh, I'm just gonna just gonna take it away from physical health and just talk a little bit about mental health. Just uh, yeah, just, just before we just before we leave it off. I just want to say again, I am in no way an expert on that, and I'm about to speak on. I don't have a degree in psychology. I, I'm just speaking off of experiences that I've had and stuff that I've yeah. learned along the way. The first thing is just people don't realize what a problem stress is. And that's where all of my mental health problems really started was with stress was the stress yeah. of like, I, I'd always been a bit anxious, but the stress of the leaving sir, especially yeah, really, really damaged my mental health. And I feel like too many people yeah. are in jobs, especially where they're under stress, they're under severe stress, but they, they're, they kind of take on this kind of this, Oh, I'm going to be the hero of this, of this business. I'm going to be the hero of this company. And you know, they could be working in like Starbucks and yeah. they're taking like 40 plus hour shifts they're managed just work for that money yeah, the next for no time. money and their manager but like their managers play into it they're like oh look john can you come in can you come in here uh friday oh no i can't ask my day off i've already worked four hours this week oh but come on john we need you uh you're you're the glue that's holding us together and they're like yeah do you know what i am i am and they take yeah. on like people are letting their work stress them out so much and this leads to so many problems physically. So I, I don't, yeah. I've done some like research into it. And it can lead to massively high rates of digestive, respiratory, circulatory, and infectious diseases. Mm. Just yeah. from being stressed. What happens when you stress is your body is in fight or flight mode. So say I'm stressed about an upcoming exam, an exam in two weeks. My body is yeah. in fight or flight for that two weeks. Okay. So what's happening then is when your body's in fight or flight, your body releases chemicals, cortisol, and adrenaline to prepare your body to, you know, fight for your life or else run for your life. So all of your blood is being pumped to your muscles. The main, the main problem with this is that means there's no blood. This is why a lot of people get high cholesterol because they're in stressful jobs. They're their liver isn't getting enough blood to function correctly and cholesterol that the liver usually takes out of the blood isn't doing its job because it's not getting enough blood to function. So that's why the blood settles around people's hearts. That's what leads to, you know, heart attacks, high cholesterol, these type of problems. It's all based on stress. Yeah. See, it's it's just scary though, the fact that like people would be in that situation. They would be feeling like that bad, like mentally and stuff like that. Yeah. But yet they're still going to work. Yeah. People, people don't understand how badly stress can affect your physical health. Like obviously stress can affect your mental health because prolonged stress can lead to bouts of depression and anxiety. That's, that's proven, but it's also clearly proven to affect your physical health and people will still stay in high stress jobs. A lot of times people don't even like, they mightn't even like their job. But they're staying in this high stress job for money a lot of the time, but they're not realizing how much this is affecting their mental or their, sorry, this is affecting their physical health 
And this leads to, mm. you know, people a lot of time getting heart attacks, sadly, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So I just wanted to just give a mention to, just to stress that, if anyone's listening... Give a shout out to If stress. anyone happens to come across this and they're in a job where they're stressed all the time, please, for your own health, take a break. Yeah. Have a kick, Cap. Keep an eye on yourself. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, it's, it's nothing... Like, you can have a... Um, a joke about it or whatever but it is it is a genuine thing that um, people don't take serious enough and when you were saying about the managers said oh we need you you're, you're the glue of the company yeah. you're holding the team together and stuff like that they're only saying that because that's what they've been told yeah and in Japan there is a term for that so in Japan they have a real problem with overworking and um, dying um, so it's called Karoshi. Karoshi, which can be translated as literally overwork to death. Wow. It's a Japanese term relating to occupational sudden mortality. The most common medical causes of Karoshi deaths are heart attacks or strokes due to stress and starvation diet. Wow. So they don't, yeah, they don't even eat. They just work, 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 work. Like. Yeah. And they, they just drop in the spot. Oh my God. That's terrifying. Yeah. Well, I know, like I'm saying, like I have no like medical certs but on the off chance that someone happens to listen in i just felt that i had a responsibility just to please ask you to just look after your health yeah yeah just like physical and mental health like if, if nothing if you come away with nothing from this podcast physical and mental health are important yeah they go hand in hand and if you can focus on one the other one will come around yeah yeah that's it and it's like what we've said it's try it as best you can if you're in a tough place just get out at least for a 30 minute walk around the block put in music put in something that's comforting to you to help you get out there go for a walk because it's proven that 30 to 60 minutes of aerobic exercising can be as effective as antidepressants on mild depression yeah and then also with that, like like Mr. Doe was saying, get your sleep, have a good diet going as best you can and try get a little bit of social interaction in there as well. Yeah. Another thing just to add on, don't feel guilty about the fact you've had a beer, you've had a few beers or you, you've had a, a takeaway yeah. that week. You all have bad weeks, you have bad days. Just because you, uh, you fell out of routine doesn't mean you're going to slip out of control. Yeah. Um, just, you know, enjoy enjoy it. Just enjoy yourself. Yeah. Enjoy being healthy. Yeah. And then treat, treat yourself like an animal. Yeah, that's it. It's a big thing. People people get very worried about doing things like that. But it's the main thing in life is to just be happy. Like, Yeah, it's just, li- literally, just literally. Yeah, exactly. Do what makes you happy. Yeah. And, you know, as I, best you can, be healthy about it. Yeah, I saw... Um, a meme today and it was God put us, like, I'm not religious but it was just the meme, and it was like God put us on this earth to eat apples uh, to eat fruit, look after animals and just be with each other, yeah. what the fuck are we doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah man like, you know, just be happy, do what makes you happy like that, even if, it, even if being happy means ordering a takeout you know, do it, fuck it yeah, you gotta treat yourself yeah, you gotta treat yourself just again to it's okay to be going through shit 
Like I said, I'm going through shit right now. Yeah. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. Everybody gets anxious. Everybody suffers about with depression at some stage in, in their life. Suffering yeah. is part of being alive. It's yeah. going to happen to everybody. So it's okay. Sorry to bring it. Sorry to bring it down towards the end, lads. I'm sorry, but it's important that everyone understands that it's perfectly yeah. fine. It's perfectly, perfectly natural to be going through whatever you might be going through. That's perfectly fine. In the words of Jesse J, it's okay not to feel okay. There you go. There you go. There you go. What what happened to Jesse J? Ah, uh, I think she's still about. I think she's still kicking about. Like her and, her and Rhea Ora just doing like shitty little promos for, for the odd thing. Rhea Ora. Rhea Ora, yeah. I used yeah. to have a massive crush on her. That, that could be like a podcast that we um, that we could do. What people we used to fancy when we were in our teenage no. years. Where, where are they now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's far more exciting than my one. <laughs> uh, no, but well, we could say it like celeb crushes. Where are they now? Yeah, that's true. We could. <laughs> did you see uh, that one it was like where are they now and Joe you know the kid from Ice Age yeah it was like that where are they now and then it was um, Demi Lovato <laughs> <laughs> so on that happy note I think I think we'll end it on that one what do you think yeah yeah I'm alright uh, I'm alright to leave it on that yeah oh this is um this is the final episode of the series, that's, right? That's it. This is actually that's a good point. Um, yeah, this is this is episode ten of season one. We kind of decided a while ago that we do ten episodes and then kind of take stock, see where we are, see kind of what the yeah. crack is. And um, I mean, I've I've thoroughly enjoyed doing it. I've I've learned a lot doing it. So yeah. we're we're I think definitely going to keep it up. We're just going to take a, yeah, take, a, take a short little break. In in that in that break as well, we're going to see if we can get um some of our other plans set up and running yes um, yeah we have yeah. we have a few ideas uh which hopefully from september i will hopefully be in the uk so they'll be far yeah far, far, yeah they'll be far easier to get done as yeah. well which which will and, be great and we'll get a few like one-on-one interviews as well which will be so much fun yeah yeah we've we've a few people kind of in mind to do just to kind of kind of Get get yeah. get ready for season two, I guess. A few yeah. interviews with a few friends of ours that we think might be uh, interesting for people to hear, yeah. just to get a different a different voice than ours. Yeah, definitely. And, um, um, yeah, we're hopeful to keep building. We're we're thoroughly enjoying it. Thanks to anybody who who may have listened in throughout the seasons, throughout the seasons, yeah. throughout the season, season. Yeah. yeah, throughout the season, and we really appreciate it. And uh, like we always say, get on to get on to our socials. Uh, we're Insta Paddy's on Instagram and Paddy's tweet on Twitter. Yo yo yo. Uh, we'd love to we'd love to hear from anybody who may be listening in, who may you know be enjoying be enjoying listening to us. Yeah, and come series two, we will be um, a lot more on social. We'll be a lot more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Active. Active on social media. Yeah. Yeah, for but sure. But social media is bad. <laughs> it is bad, but we we need but it. We needed to get we needed to get the name out there. Look, there's nothing yeah. we can do about that. Sadly. Social media is bad, but we use it. Yes, we do. We do. And as soon as I hang up here, I will be on it. <laughs> Literally, the second we hang up, I'm going straight on to Twitter. <laughs> I can't wait to see some TikTok dances. <laughs> Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you very much. 
Like, oh, 150 listeners as well. Thank you very much. Hit that goal. Oh, yeah. This could because this is like pre-recorded. <laughs> yeah, we uh, haven't we haven't that, had that, the time of recording, but we will by the time it's out. We're pretty sure. Total risk. Total risk. <laughs> yeah, but imagine, I'm confident. Yeah, we're like <laughs> one listen off as this goes out. And we're like, <laughs> <laughs> no, we're one listen off as we start series two. I'll be so pissed. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much for 150 listens, lad, lads. Yeah. We appreciate it. Yeah. See now, you boss. It's in. It's it's sent out into the. It's universe. set in stone now. It's done. Thanks. Yeah, it's set in stone. There you go. <laughs> right. Thanks, guys. See you next season. See you next season, lads. Bye bye. Um, Paddy, this has been Paddy Irishman, Paddy Englishman. <laughs> bye. 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 Thanks for listening, lads. We really appreciate it. If you have any questions, comments, or to add about today's podcast, get on to us on our socials. We'd absolutely love to hear from you guys. We're Insta Paddies on Instagram and Paddies Tweet on Twitter. Again, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Take care, lads. Bye bye.